0: You now are listening to the audio podcast of Prisoners of Hope, the antidote to what ails your heart. I'm your host, Dr. Deborah Witsis. So come on in, pull up a chair, and open up your mind as you get ready to receive the download that hope will bring. Hey, hey, hey! It is Dr. D coming at you. And today we're going to talk about the substance of faith. In part one, we're going to dis- we're going to discover how faith and hope go together. In part two, we're going to be looking at strategies to increase your faith. I love uh, Hebrews 11, 1. Which says the substance, this is what faith is, is the substance of things hoped for and the evidence of things not seen. So it's real interesting. There's two parts to this. There's hope, you know, hope is in there. So we're going to be talking about faith and hope together. And it talks about something that is not seen. So we're going to be looking at the unseen world and that's kind of hard because it is unseen and that's where faith grows. So stay tuned. Here we go. Faith happens in the unseen realm. Y- you you must have faith. We understand that, that in the physical world, don't we? When we plant something, we don't dig it up every week to see if it's growing, right? <laughs> You don't plant something and dig it up, right? (laughs) Because you know the root system forms in darkness. It forms in the unseen, right? But we know it's working. At least we hope it's working. It is not apparent at first, but over time it manifests. Most of athletic training also takes place without an audience. No one is watching. <laughs> they talk about character B built in the darkness. No one is watching. It's not game time. When the game happens, it's too late to train. You, would, you already had to build your endurance in the darkness, right? <laughs> Athletic people going, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's when all the training becomes apparent at game day. And you... Are manifesting a hyphen level of ability. The ability that you built in the darkness. For example, in training for a marathon, you start by walking. Mm -hmm. Then you begin running 1Ks. Like, is there a 1K? Yeah, there's 1Ks. (laughs) And then you run 5Ks and you run 1Ks for a while. 5Ks, I can't remember. It's been so many years ago I did this, but I think I ran a 5K for, you know, like two months. I kept on running over and over and over and over. Might have been three. Then you work up gradually to 20 miles, okay? And you'll run that several times, okay? (laughs) Then you finally reach the... um, 26 mile mark, and that's your marathon. Okay, that's your marathon. But notice it was done gradually walking 1k, 5k, 20 miles. This is done over a long period of time. We call it the unseen period. It took me a little over a year to train for a marathon. People are like, Well, that's kind of slow. Well, shut up, unless you've ran a marathon, right? it took me a little over a year before i ran my first marathon it's it it's in the unseen realm of training that's where my f- faith was strengthened my faith in the my ability to run the distance you know i i, I got that i got that c- courage because i kept on revisiting so we must have faith so faith Faith is located in the unseen realm. Now, if you have YouTube, this is a great time just to actually see this presentation on YouTube. For those of you who are visual learners, um, every time I um, put up a podcast episode, you can also see the visuals on YouTube. So I'm going to describe this visual for you. There's two, looks like hilltops, quite high, could be a mountaintop. Um, One is labeled A and one is labeled C. And A is the faith in God's promise and C is the manifestation of God's promise. So you have faith as A and C is actually the appearance of the promise. And in between A and C is a thin little bridge in which someone's standing on that bridge. And that bridge I have labeled, I did this, hope. And B is the bridge between A and C. So between faith and manifestation is hope. And I once read someplace that um, hope is the bridge in which faith travels. Our faith is the bridge in which hope travels. I've I've seen it both ways. I really like that, so I'm going to steal it as my own. But I, I got it off the Internet. You might be thinking, oh, you know what? I'm just not good with the faith. I just don't. That's not a tool that I am gifted with. And I I just don't have much faith. And that's not true at all. And I'm going to demonstrate that, okay? (laughs) Every day you do exercise faith. You sit in chairs without looking back. You just have faith that that chair will hold your weight, don't you? You travel the freeways and byways, trusting that the other drivers are not impaired. You go through green lights, trusting people would stop for the red light, right? So you do have faith. You, if you are an employee, you have faith that your employer will pay you uh, next payday, right? You, you have faith in that that check is going to deposit in your account. Some of you have automatic withdrawals for your accounts, right, for your bills. So you you definitely have faith that that money is going to be there and that that those funds are not going to bounce. You have faith. So we do have faith in things every day. But we can exercise that same faith to move us toward our God-given purpose. We can use that faith to strengthen us when our hearts are aching and breaking. You can use that same faith to rely on our maker when you've come to the end of your rope. It's it's paradoxical. When you become to the end of your strength, you become stronger because God will step in and help you if you ask him. The importance of understanding that faith works in the unseen is also demonstrated in the story of Mark 25, verse 12 through 14, and jumping also verse 20 through uh, 22. This is the story where Jesus he 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 curses a fig tree, and I'm going to read it. Verse 12, it says, the next day, as they were leaving Bethany, Jesus was hungry. Seeing in the distance a fig tree and leaf, he went up to find out if it had any fruit. When he reached it, he found nothing but leaves because it was not the season for figs. Then he said to the tree, may no one ever eat from you ever again. And his disciples, they heard him say this. Okay, verse 20. It was the next morning. As they went along, they saw the fig tree had withered from the roots. Peter remembered and said, Jesus, rabbi, look, the fig tree you cursed has withered. So he told them that no one's going to eat of that, that he was cursing that tree. But Peter was kind of surprised the next morning, right? <laughs> And God responds back. Jesus responds back. Have faith in God. Jesus told them they were he was gonna curse a curse the tree, but they probably didn't see any immediate difference in the tree. So they probably didn't believe him, right? But the next day they saw the tree was dead, and Peter was like, Wow, look at that <laughs> And God basically told him, You need to have faith. Because he knew it wasn't about the tree, he was showing them the lesson of faith. People say, well, how do you know that? Because it even says in the passage that it was not the season for figs. So it was a lesson he was trying to teach Peter, the disciples, and now us. It's a lesson for me. It's a lesson for you. In Isaiah 43:19, I really love this passage. It says, see, I am doing a new thing. It says, see, I am doing a new thing. And it asks the question in the middle of the the passage. Don't you see it? Don't you perceive it? Now it springs up. Don't you perceive it? This passage suggests that we have problems with our perception. That's why I read it twice. We, We don't see it. But it is taking root. It's about to spring up. Spring up from where you ask? Spring up from the unseen realm. Going back to that picture that I was describing that's on YouTube, between A and C, between the faith and the appearance of God's promise, there is the bridge of hope. But you can't see what's happening on the other side of that bridge. It could be a beautiful, beautiful calm waters, beautiful sunset. It could be a waterfall. You're going to die. You can't see. It's unseen. It's in the dark. It's not clear when you look at the picture, but something is taking root. And Isaiah says you have you have a you have a perception problem. But Isaiah says that there is a promise, and the manifestation is that he is going to make God is going to make a way in the desert and streams in the west wasteland. He's going to do it for you. That's what Isaiah is saying. But you have a perception problem. Faith and hope travel hand in hand. George Eilis says, quote, Hope is faith holding out his hand in the dark. I love that. Faith is hope holding out its hand in the dark. Note that the action Takes place in the dark, in the unseen. The unseen does not mean it is unimportant. That's not what I'm saying. Actually, saying to the contrary. If you knew the story of the Titanic, it was not the seen part of the iceberg that breached the hull of the Titanic, it was the unseen part of the iceberg that doomed it. It doomed the ship. And unlike the movie, I don't think they were playing instruments and talking when they fell in the water. They probably died instantly from hypothermia. (laughs) So if you are struggling and you don't see with your eyes any improvement, take heart because it's in the unseen where your struggle gathers strength and manifests its root. That's where the fig tree and mark died. It died in the root first. That's where my strength grew to run a marathon. And that's where your training for hope for your future begins to manifest. It's in the unseen. Remember that. It's in the unseen. Stay tuned for part two of the series we're in. We will explore... The actions you need to take, I need to take, to grow my faith. So you can grow your faith and increase your hope for the future. God bless. Until next time. My hope is that this journey has been fruitful. And you're able to take it and apply it to your life. Until next time, tune in again for the Prisoners of Hope podcast. God bless.